change your focus and your vision, to broaden a bit to see if you have this narrow mindset that can be a positive or negative. The negative side of a narrow mindset is that you don't see inside the box. Once you start to look outside your narrow mindset, that there is people out there that will help you, good mentors around, take that first step. Sometimes you've got to step out and widen you. Now the time you have to bring it in. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. We are here with Desmond Power from DesmondSpeaks.com. Desmond is a co-author with Pat Masidi in our book, The Power of Transformation. And Desmond Power is a proud Indigenous and South Sea Island man. He's the quiet achiever. He's a loving husband, father, grandfather. He has over 20 years experience being a mentor. And he believes that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and you are created to soar. So we will be finding out about what Desmond's all about, his life philosophy and what he has to teach us. So Desmond, glad to be talking to you. Yeah, thanks, Robert. It's um, uh, wonderful. It's um, made your life to go through. We put something down on paper. We certainly all have a story to tell. And yeah, that's a story I had to, to tell or put in the chapter. It's fateful. Your help and that achieved in my life, thank you, another level in, you know, in my journey in life. And now you are immortalized because, like, you can go to a library in the present day and find some dusty old book from 1700s. And now, because things are digital, they'll be preserved forever. So now, 5,000 years in the future, someone can go and find your book and find out what you're all about. So now you're part of that immortality club. And we want to talk with you about just what has you excited these days? What has you fired up? What's your message? Just what's on your mind the last six to 12 months? Just having a run, strong mindset there. And um, not only to help others, but it helps myself. And that's one of the greatest achievements I've found by putting this down and, you know, you know, this podcast or writing the chapter in the book, it's helped my, my mindset again to say that and it's achievable with good mentors and be confident in yourself. Put something out there and believe in it. Yes. Truth may be told. Yeah. So it's just my heart, I guess. Time to get to, get to emotional, but I'm, I'm glad that I've had the opportunity to do it. You had a big goal and you saw it through to the end, despite the struggles and the challenges. Right. And so as far as the type of person that, that you speak to, who is that? Like when, when someone finds you and looks for kind of your mentorship, your life advice, where are they stuck? Where are they struggling and frustrated? Yeah, mainly in the area that it's not, you're not defined by what race or what skin color or what your background or may have been brought up in opportunity out there that's getting that people will take you on board and like with mentors and you know have a good family relationship. It certainly was a big help in my life. It was the main thing I led upon. As my dad was a I've mentioned in the in the, the chapter I put that my dad was a minister. So he I got a lot of support from him. And he growing up was same with mine, our education wasn't wasn't profound or academic. We just what I learned from him was just being yourself. So if I could help or speak to someone, it's about being yourself and having good people around you that can help with your character and your outlook on life, that you can get forward in anything that you want to do in life. I like that a lot. And it's easy to have the pity party 
and to say that person had a better chance than me or that person had help. And we all have opportunities in life and some more than others, but it's up to us to decide to squander it or to make the most of what we have. And then there's also that talk about the inner self, right? There's the person who you really are and your best self and who you're meant to be. And it, sometimes the clutter gathers all around it. And there's a lot of, there can be negativity or you might have a bad, those bad family relationships or a bad circle of friends. And some, it's, it's why it's helpful to listen to people like you and get this life advice and get these reminders to get back on track. So what do you think in this day and age stops people from being fulfilled and living their best life? Yeah, well, I find a lot of luck. I, um, the last two years I worked with you and I've found it self-identity and how they think of themselves and what I was saying before, their background, where they come from, what race they are, what color. They're the things that can stop us from moving forward. And unless you have a good look at yourself and realize I'm in this world, not on your own, but I'm putting this world to we're all different. But we all put on this world for the same purpose. Is both be um, temperamental yourself, to help others. You see someone who coming maybe from your same background or from your same race or whatever it may be your problem. There is good people who've been through it, so lean upon them to help move forward. And uh, so you're saying how it's important to have that kind of that mentor that helps you, and then you be a mentor to help someone else. And I like that a lot because if it's just you on your own, you have blind spots and you have, you might have that low self-esteem and not even really want to work on yourself. But then if you have someone else helping you, and if you're helping, also helping someone else, it's kind of, if you go and visit someone at their home and you see some clutter, it's easy for you to say, oh, let me help you clean up the clutter. But then if you're, you're in your own space, you might not want to clean up your own clutter. And so that might help to bring awareness to some of these problems that are that that need fixing. And so you help the youth of today and some of them are dealing with these mindset blocks and these problems with race. And so does any one youth in particular come to mind or does any particular story or situation come to mind that can help us understand your outlook on life? Bo's a great example on life. Is there yep. some youth I've seen today I've helped early on in life and, and he was not adventurous. He took we we took men on healthy work and taught him how to have good work there. And today he's the last of him I've spoken for a number of years now, but I've heard through good sources that he doing well, married, has children. And he was he was about eighty nine when it first took my um came and stayed with him, just keep up teaching how to work. The type of work, and he was so happy for for that. So it's yeah, that's the sort of example that once you've learned yourself, you can help others, and that's one of them. And but my, I think my great example is my own life. I've stepped out on the yeah, stepped on living and had a go with something that I for education I finished. I think I never missed it, but for education, I think I had in the chapter that now grade nine finished school in grade nine. Not that I wasn't good at school, I just, because I could work hard at my hands, I thought that was it. I worked hard at my hands, I'll get by and life, that's great. But then I was encouraged later in life to go and you can attend further studies, no matter how much education you have or where you come from, it's good help in the system than Australia. If it was, anyway, for example, 
when you come and take your cakes and your tape and other people around you that you can surround yourself with people that can give you that good education again and to help you make them step to the forward again. Yeah, that's what some of the things I've done that then it can help others. Once you've learned to, I think it's like any proof and what do you like to say? They say it's what you've done yourself and people can see whether it's good life that you can live and it's achievable from where you come from. Yeah, I don't think it a get my life right. One of my first bit of challenge in life was I went 20 years ago. And so I think I was just in my, just the 1999, I, I went to New South Wales and was down there. First of all, I'd worked with the music helping people work because I'm always good at my hands. So I always carry people to, to work to work with the hands. If you work hard, you, you get self-respect and self-respect can, once you get self-respect yourself, it puts you down a lot of it can lead down a lot of different avenues and it gives you confidence to have a go at something. So an achievement for me to actually kickstart me. I know that you can achieve something. I went um, and worked in New South Wales at the um, Road and Transport Authorities. And just even to get through the first steps was I learned how to turn a computer and enter a few things on the computer. And that was a test. And like I said, again, it's good people out there that get help set you in place to make it see they don't want you to fail. So have confidence in yourself that people don't want you to fail on everything that they're out there. They can come across some people who don't want to help you all, but there's always chance for someone there that will help you um, help achieve your goals. So they help you with the computer, don't have a exam. And in the third exam, I've had a question there on road rules. So I read the book and Took me three goes at it to get the hundred percent. Could have the hundred percent before you go on the next question out of out of a hundred questions. So I accomplished that. And the next bit of challenge was sitting in a round table in front of I think at forty people there, pretty important. I think we were sitting around now, and they everyone had to go through and tell their life story. And I was listening to everyone. And everyone was academics, and they were, you know, some were came just out of uni, and, and I was thinking to myself, how am I going to? I was starting really in the cell. I'm going to get through this. I, they were all told the life story. And when it comes to me, I said, well, you hear now, go take this moment for yourself and be who you are. And so I was just blanking, you know, I was off a farm, finished field on grade nine, meat worker, just labor on my education. I wasn't academic. And um, so people will believe in it once you're honest and let them know, yeah, just be yourself. You needed 97% to get through the out of theory and your practical become a driver test already. Yeah, I passed the exam and became a driver test. So that from then on, I that's why I started to realize if I can do this, I can help others achieve the same goals. I like this a lot. And my, my brain is just trying to hold all the life lessons that you put out there because it seems like what you're saying is how important it is to have that community, that mentorship mm. aspect to surround yourself with successful people, whatever success means, right? It doesn't necessarily yeah. mean money, but it, it can mean that they've achieved their goals, that they're happy, that they have good family relationships. And it's far too easy to just settle in with a bad group of friends or to be isolated and just to just drown in the negativity. And who wants that? That's not good for anybody. And so you mentioned a few minutes ago about how you help out with the 
this idea of the work ethic, right? Like you've done the hard labor, the farm work, and that seems like the hardest kind of job there is, right? There's, there's sitting at a desk, but work, working with your arms and your body, that's really hard work. And it seems like there was a little bit what you said in there is that maybe the key to a good work ethic is to, in the beginning, just charge ahead and do it anyway. And even though it feels unnatural, you don't feel like waking up early or moving your arms, do take the action anyway. And then once you can, once you know that you can do it and you see the results, then you get encouraged and then you get the encouragement from other people. And then you can just continue from there. But it seems like you need to use the word kickstart to just plow forward at first, even though you might not think you can do it. And then once you prove to yourself that you can do it, then it's just uphill from there. Yeah, you change your whole mindset in life. You get hold of an outlook. You, you feel it inadequate because maybe because you can tell or maybe because you race. And you hear the old saying, um, you should get around a lot when you're growing up. And that's why very thankful for mum and dad that although where our families came from, as I've spoken in the past about some of the atrocities they went through, it, that mindset, it would not my missing it. Well, if they can do it, we can make it. And it's just broadening your, I mean, you got to change your focus and your vision. you got to, I broaden it a bit to see if you have this narrow-minded mindset that it can be a positive or negative. The negative side of it is the narrow-minded side. The negative side of a narrow mindset is that you don't see, the old saying is, don't see outside the box. So once you start to look outside your narrow mindset, that there is people out there that will help you and good mentors around but it's up to us to take that first step. And the negative side of it too, you come on your other narrow mindset to set your goals and things in life that you don't get put off. Yeah, so it's a negative and a positive of you know, the narrow mindset. In the, I thankfully, sometimes you've got to step out and widen you. Now the time you have to bring it in. So it's getting that right balance I found that what I achieved in life, and I can help others with being missing, get the right balance. It's not, always wrong to have a narrow mindset, but sometimes, yeah, not a mindset that have broadened a bit to see that there are, there are other people out there who are worse off than you and be thankful that, you know, that you're in a place that you can move forward with the right people around you. And sometimes losing it, it putting up, you think you may be your best mate and that may be holding you back. And that's a lot of things that people are frightened with because they're frightened with other people say, you're not always in that same place, frightened of what people say about because I've gone had a go and I've failed. The phone is not the phone could be taken out of the dictionary, it'd be wonderful. Because that's what frightened of failure. And you know, I was for years frightened of failure, but now I've certainly changed what I've been sharing, having a wonderful family, wonderful wife and children, changed my whole mindset that things are, are achievable and I can help someone that in life, if it's only one person, I'll be very happy. I, I like that a lot, this idea of how important it is to be flexible. And so that way you're not just, you're not just doing one thing all the time. You can become strong and work your muscles and then be able to lift 50 pounds or be able to lift one pound and you won't be lifting 50 pounds all the time, but you can if, if you need to. And you're also touching on this whole idea of people are always thinking about you know, what's the meaning of life and what's the, what's my purpose? But you're saying if you just help one person, if you just make the world better for someone out there, 
then you've contributed and you've done your part to humanity and you've fulfilled what the meaning of life is, which is to just help somebody else in some way. And whatever your unique skill set is, make a difference. Yeah, that's correct. It's like the domino, isn't it? And it needs to push that first domino and they all fall over. It's only going to touch one person. And you just don't know how many going to be touched on your one story. That's what I've been happy about meeting you and had that. I had the opportunity to have this, put my first chapter in a book and, and it's my story. And you now if you can help one person, it might help someone else right there. Their story that can help one person. We started, like the L saying, um, dad still stated me, you can count the seeds in the orange, but you can't count the orange in the seed. And yeah, it's a powerful thought when you, when you put your mindset to it and have it look at that, you know, just think about the people that were helping one person, how many more can that seed. Well, yeah, and you're making me think that there's been times in my life when I just got like one helpful sentence, one helpful piece of advice. And that sometimes that would make all the difference. And that would stick with me for decades and change everything. Just that, that little bit of it, of encouragement when it might've meant, it might not have meant very much to the person making that one statement, but there's that one thing that, that sort of sticks there. And so we want to make sure that people know about you and your website and this book that you're in, which is the power of transformation book.com. And your website is desmondspeaks.com. And can you give us a little bit of a tease, just a quick summary of what's in your chapter that we were excited about it and we go and check it out and read it? Yeah, the big tease is people sit down and have a read and I'll learn about the history side of my story up in town from coming from, from the on my I'm indigenous South Sea Islander. And the South Sea Islander is a real, it's a real history that's never been told in Australia. That's wrong. They've been told in Australia, but it hasn't been spelled on the right ears to get it out. About the story of the South Sea Island people were more or less, were brought in as everyone, they did call it indentured labour, but it was just another way for calling away from slave, from the slave trade. This is the phase track was put out and wasn't bad and all, but we're brought in issues. And they call it the indentured labor. But when you look at the history side, of it, we're actually brought in as, as slaves. So used to be a lot of majority of our, uh, it's not that too long. I'm 60 today. I'm 60 now and I'm only brought in that my great grandfather was brought in for Australia. So it's not my, like my great grandfather. This is just going back a hundred years and they were brought in for Australia to start up the children. The sugar industry that was built on by bringing the South Sea Island people in from the 80s and islands around Australia. People on territory have read the book. I'm just the one story. There's many, like so many people said, you know, I said to them um, about the South Island. Well, I said, yes, they all have a story. I said, and everyone tells them, I have different opinions. Yeah. But this is the story of the and about my, from my dad, his dad. So I said, no, bag it at Fenway, you have your story. Said this. This is my story. So I, I give an opportunity to put it in the book, read, have a read of it, and it'll bring out the history side of it. How, although we're brought out and left here on, on their own on the for two and a half thousand left here after after they brought in government brought in the white labour policy, they stopped us from working for a while. So we're two and a half thousand left here, and. Have a great read because it'll, it'll encourage you that how we were left here and now 
I'm flipped around my great grandfather to encourage us to move forward. And part of the story is that they said, don't, they never taught us language and they didn't want to teach us language because they said, we're in the, the Western world, we're not going home. And why we're going to get ahead now is learn the Western ways. So it's a very interesting story. They had to read. That's one of my things I put in the chapters about when the grandfather down the bacon and said to him, stop you have to um, go home and have a look on the mirror. Came back to see me tomorrow. And um, no, he said, well, Fred, who did you see? And he said, well, have a, um, he said, I see myself, of course. He said, well, that's Dan Lee. So, it, yeah, it's very interesting for people to understand. And that's what, what brought me to this place to, when I was, I pondered on a lot and thought about, you now what can I write in this chapter? And I thought, oh, why not? on my South Sea Island um, people and let people know that the history we were, we actually were put under the multicultural system in Australia, but we're not multicultural. We were brought here to work as slaves. So that's what I want to get out and let people know. I haven't read yet of the chapter in Caribou 1. And in Caribou, it's not, I don't, there's no negative side of them, just making people aware that you can, no matter what certain things you come from, you can move forward or what race or where you'd be put down or what happened to your ancestors. And they've been very hard on them on my great grandfather them, but it's been, I'd be grateful that what they taught us, that a legacy will live on just to let people know, yeah, that there is a story to tell about the South Island people in Australia. So have a read the book, yeah, that I encourage you. And it might help someone to tell their story. We have it so easy, don't we, Desmond? It's easy to think that if you have a bad day or a bad week, but you and I, we have city, we have light, we have running water, we have food we can just go and get. And our ancestors had it really rough, no, no matter right. what, how far back you go, what centuries you had to have to go back to. Some of our ancestors had to walk miles just to have a, get a bucket of water, had to go... Jeez days or weeks just to kill the animal to, to eat and have correct. it so good. And you're mentioning this concept of gratitude. And then there's also what comes to mind is that idea of those who don't learn history are doomed to repeat it. And then also how, uh, whether you believe you can or believe you can't, you're right either way. And if you think that your race, intelligence, money, self-esteem, network of friends, whatever, if you let any of those things hold you back, then they will. But sometimes you have to persevere and put in that extra effort in order to uh, to make your dreams happen. And so the power of transformationbook.com is the place to claim that book and jump into Desmond's chapter and kind of get get so much of your personality, the mindset, history lesson, motivation, all of that rolled into one. And as we're wrapping up our conversation here, Desmond, can you tell us about what you have planned for the future? What is up and coming for you? What are your goals moving forward? Yeah, we are moving forward that is to just to make people more aware about one of the things I really want to move forward now on basically we've had a, um, a few things to test more about our South Sea Island people that needs to be told. So we may just start my I help it helped others come forward. It's just about to share that we do have a story to tell and we'll help people just to, to be aware of what, what the South Island people are a big part of being in Australia, especially in Queensland and the Australian, well, the wider Australian 
don't know, but people just in the last few days, I've mentioned, I've done chapter book, I mentioned that, you know, about the slave trade and they're not aware of it. And if I'm pleased, I live around here, born in the same area where I was born. So yeah, that's what I wanted in the next leading up to it. And just, the things that's been done that people need to know that were done to our people, it's been hidden, government notes there, they will improve the light. So that's what we, that's where I'm at the moment. Working with yeah, a few people that are very aware of it now, and just want to bring it. Not that we can have a big pity party or to hate people, but just to make it known, people that you know these things are out there. So let's, like you said, don't hide the history. Bring it forward so we can it helps everyone move on. I think it helps South Coast maybe struggling to move forward. It's a good opportunity now for me to be able to put input into what's happening with it, especially the last six months. And next year's going to be a year for the South Island people on bringing truth out. So it'd be wonderful. Fantastic. Get the message out. And uh, so as we, since we're speaking about your message, like your catchphrase or this thing that you love to say is, you were made to soar. So can you explain to us what that means? Yeah, everyone's great to soar and you can... They'll say, and you saw like eagle, you can get above the problems and, and, and soar. And, and you can, and the eagle, they gave us strength and, and our soul might we achieve something, we can soar about the things that may have happened in the past. Don't let them pull you down. You like being up there. And that's what encouraged my children. You can, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm brought up in, in a Christian background and with great scriptures in the Bible. And you can apply it. You can apply it to my life, but if you're not a Christian, you may have something out you can align your life to. But the, we all always come back to the same thing. You can achieve in a sore button problem. And that's where you get your strength from. Like people, when they saw they were gathering their strength, and everything just gets in you. I encourage people, you learn to soar, you can encourage others, and it, most of all, it builds strength itself. I love it. And what you're making me think of is we all have these hangups or these bad things that happened to us, things that held us back. And that's way in the past. And that was like a, a one-time event. That's like a little grain of sand on the beach. And it seems like it's up to us to say, can that remain a grain of sand on the beach 300 meters down with the eagle flying above? We can yeah. either let that say what it is, or we can do the incorrect thing and, and let it just follow us for decades to come. And who wants that? Who wants that one-time event? to chase you around forever. It's time to do better than that. And the next step for someone to do better than that is to check out thepoweroftransformationbook.com, desmondspeaks.com. And then on Instagram, you're available at desmondspeaks. Are there any, are there, yeah, are there any other websites or resources that you think we should check out? Um, no, at this stage, it's, it's about that, but it's a great one that people want to learn a lot about history and sounds to the old people. Go around, look up, come and you can get on YouTube, Brown Sugar, and that'll give them the whole, another grand outlook and you look into what the South Island people go through to, to be in Australia now. And we'll have to, and it can go the whole history. So it's going to Brown Sugar, that's just one of them. Um, people can have a look. Yeah, YouTube, Brown Sugar, we go to the library, most of the book, there's books out there. And now that'll just give us the history of the South Island people in Australia. That's my main goal. Just forget the stories out there and the truth. Yeah, it's, it's, well, the truth be told, but to make people more aware 
of the truth to set the old people in the slave trade in Australia. I love it. It's good to be educated. And as you pointed out back during that ugly history, when the government did not want the, those workers to be educated, they did, they did not want them to read. That's a sign that for the rest of us in the present day, if we want to become more than what we are, get educated and read about these sorts of things and be naturally curious. So we'll check out Brown Sugar on YouTube and we'll link to that in the podcast show notes. And it's good to know about what happened historically to the South Sea Island people, the power of a transformation book and desmondspeaks.com. We'll see you at those locations. And thank you very much, Desmond, for taking the time and showing up and being personal and authentic and genuine and vulnerable and telling us about what you're all about. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Robert. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Done and helped um, with the chapter of the wonderful book of the Tower of Transformation. And hopefully that will transform many people to come. Your, your name's in it, right? The Power of Transformation. So it's, it's made great. just for you. Uh, yeah, wonderful. So looking forward to the book you sent out. The wonderful life. And to head out the little booklets of the chapter. So, yeah, people asking for it now, so that'd be great. And those people can go to thepowerofTransformationBook.com right now to claim it. So we'll see you there. For those people who want it, thepowerofTransformationBook.com.